0: Hello everybody and welcome to a CANT Repository special report. Today I'm inside the friendly confines of the Mayans Gym in an undisclosed location and we have a special guest, Antonio Castillo Jr. He's been in the area a while now, you know him as a professional fighter, you know him as a trainer, he's a man of many talents. How are you doing today? I'm doing good man, thanks for having me on the show. Oh, it's uh, fantastic to have you. It's something we've wanted to do for a long time, and I think this is a good time because there's big things happening in the next month for the Mayans. For sure, bro. For sure. There's a a card coming up in Akron at the end of July. You've got Demonte Robinson, who you're going to see an article on very soon talented young man great to talk to he's gonna be in the main event but that's that's not all that's going on you have a
1: bunch of guys on this card yeah man we actually got a a nice little crop growing over here for the past three years you know um, we've had a lot of guys coming in and out just to check out what we're about but uh, I think we finally found our nice little core group that we're happy with and uh, you know we're back to the lightweight and downs um you got we got everybody from flyweight to lightweight and it's just a good mix and um you know we've been blessed with uh with some talent and um with some hungry guys that want to get after it so you know just in the past six months our our team has almost doubled in size so um you know the fortunately my wife nicole a manager of our team um She's working with Alliance MMA and IT Fight Series and a couple different promotions out there that are really catering to getting back into the Stark County area with some fights here. Um, now that NWFS has gone and kind of folded up, you know, you got other little promotions like um, the RFO on um, Mansfield and things like that. But, you know, to the Stark County area here in Maslin and Canton, you know, it's been really big trying to get a, the fight scene back to where it was a couple of years ago when it was really the cream of the crop of the Midwest. And um, I think we're back on that way. You know, I've I've watched the team grow. I've watched my wife grow since she left NWFS, and she's um, having some good success as, as well in her own um, profession. But obviously that had folded over into the Mayans over here at MFT, and, um, you know, the management's spectacular. You know, we, we, we got very top-of-the-line sponsors um, supporting our training every day and it only kind of reflects on everything else that's been going on as far as with how many guys we've we've got on the team now and um, actively training now
0: and it's grown to just let you showed me the whiteboard it's double digits now and I was talking to DeMonte earlier I remember when there was basically you and DeMonte and Maybe Dustin Mojadano and, and some right. of the other local guys. What's it been like to see this get so big
1: in really only a couple of years? You know, it's crazy. You know, I when we first started what well, wasn't the Mayans in the beginning, it was just CJT, Casino yeah. Junior trained. It was just I needed two guys to get me into shape so I can go out to Chicago and keep living that dream and, and pursue my professional career and – it unfolded into something that I never would have thought would have really happened, to be where we're at now and to be three years training out of a garage just to keep me in shape. Now we have, you know, 15 active lightweights from Bantam Flyweights, you know, actively fighting, actively training two to three times a day. It's it's crazy, man, but, you know... When you bring certain people around your team and you've got a certain flow and you've got a certain vibe in your training room and your fight style, I think people take on to that. And when you come in this gym, you either fit in or you don't. And a lot of people, a lot of talented guys have been lost in the game of mixed martial arts because they couldn't find that, that comfort. I mean, let's face it, we're not all, we don't all have our heads on straight going into this game. And I truly believe that, you know, you have to have the right fit in order to have a career and to have a, a coach and a, and a team and a management company to fall back on, you know. So it's kind of just spoken for itself with where our team has gone. And now we're, you know, we got a 5,000 foot square facility that's going to be going up here in the beginning of winter. You know, we got, Ten, nine to ten um, fighter housing spots available on the top floor of the facility and then we have a full floor of um, mixed martial arts training with a full locker room downstairs for our recovery, our ice baths and um, float tanks and things like that. You know, So we have a, a training center that's going to be going up because of the work and because of the results that we're putting out there on fight nights. We really only have two legit losses on our record with guys that are actively training like they should be. The ones that we've lost in the past were losses coming from guys that are no longer on this team. They didn't put in the training camp and the work that night, and that's why they didn't win. Like It wasn't because of anything we weren't giving them. It's because they didn't play into the program. The guys that play into the program and trust in the system end up like guys like DeMonte, undefeated, untouched. The guy that he's fighting on the 29th has nothing for him. I asked for this fight over six months ago because he was 4-0 and, quote-unquote, knocking guys out. Well, I had a lightweight that was ten times better in every area that he's got. You know, we're a full mixed martial arts training camp. We're not... A look good, let's look on, look, let's look good on Instagram type stuff. You know, we put in the the real work, and uh, it showed. He's undefeated, he's untouchable in the lightweight division. This guy's gonna go to big things, and and we're not taking any kind of steps faster than we need to. He's going at a beautiful pace. Put five wins on on in his, in his amateur career in almost less than a year. Um, he's got four more now, like. He's on a nice road. We just took two short-notice fights and handled guys spectacularly. You those, know what I mean? Those were
0: tough. Kenny Lushie, sure. of course, that's a guy you had mentioned before. Yeah. Very well-known in the yeah. area. That's
1: my boy, for real. Like, we used to train tough at Strong Style, and, and and if I would have stayed there, that probably would have been my main training partner. No bullshit. You know, he's a great dude, and he's got some fire behind those hands. And that's why I took that fight. I was like, you know what, D? You're 3-0. I want to see what happens when we just go and in, walk into a dogfight. Let's go see what we can do. Because I know what we can do, and I know what you should be able to do, but I need to see it done. And this is a perfect guy. He'll put it to your mouth. And if you're not on point just on a random day, then we need to get back in here and do some work. And he went out there and finished him in the second round, almost the first round, how he should have. And so... After that fight, you know, I kind of sat down and I was like, listen, man, let's just, let's just take some time. Let's put in a, one more camp that for the fight that we already had scheduled. Jeremiah Yeager, you know, regardless of the record, dude's been in the game for a minute. He's got some nice skills behind him, and he's a vet in the game to where he, he got in the game when me, myself, and other guys were just fighting fights, you know, fighting whoever, whenever, however. He's one of those guys. That's why I like that fight. And that's why I went to a three-round decision. Because he does have that regardless of his record. He's strung together two wins since then. Beautiful wins. You know, so, um, you know, these fought the the top-of-the-line guys at the right times for us. And we're trusting in our management as he's trusting in his training as I'm trusting in our teammates. And it's worked out really well to where... July 29th, we got one in Akron. Uh, he'll be the main event of uh, the night, fighting uh, Johnny Cage from our uh, Devontae Smith out from um, Evolve MMA. Um, good camp, lots of good guys over there. Not really our caliber, you know. We do things real over here. Yeah. So <laughs> it is. It, it is what it is. But um, got him in the main event of the night. Six other new guys. All may or five of them making their debuts. One of them coming off of his first loss as a debut. Um, Real excited for all these guys. They're putting in a lot of hard work. So we'll have seven guys on the card total that night, or six, six or six or seven guys on the total that night. So it'll be a big night for MFT for sure. I'm excited about it. And a lot of these guys you were showing
0: being local. Tell us about some of the guys that will be on the card. Uh, some names you might recognize from the area.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I mean, uh, we got a couple guys from Tesla. We got two brothers, the Granitzi brothers. Um, Real Palace wrestlers just started about two months ago. So they have about a full, almost about three months of training when they hit the stage in Akron. Um, I'm really excited to see how they paying out to me in the next couple weeks here over training camp. Um, another guy I'm really excited about is Emmanuel Brenner. Uh, he's from the Tuscaloosa area as well. Um, guy's got some fire behind him. He's young. He's ready to roll through this uh, flyweight division here and uh, look to big things in his career for sure. So um, Got local guy from Canton, Josh Hensel. Yeah uh, He's actually one of our uh, bigger guys on the roster, not fitting the criteria of obviously the lightweights and down division, but he's uh, been busting his ass, and uh, you know, when you got the talent in the room like that, you're able to train guys that are bigger even without the bigger guys, so, you know, and and, and you know, we, we got, I always got guys in my back pocket to where, you know, with his size of a... Of a guy, you know, we're getting him down to the 185 pound division instead of the 220. You know, he's already lost about 40 pounds in here, just training in about two months, just naturally. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. He'll be my second, well, actually my third heavyweight that I've trained like this. So instead of having a room full of bigger guys for guys to train in like that. He's training with littler guys, and this will be my third one, and I'm 2-0. First one was Kurt Lemon, went out there and destroyed a guy. Put, I, I'm the guy that put him in the best shape he's ever been in. Um, my boy Drew Drew Geisick, who fought last time in Akron, TKO'd his guy in, like, uh, less than a minute.
0: Yeah, he was someone you know, who were very high on. For you sure, he's another a really
1: good prospect. Yep, 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 for sure. So, you know, it's not that we don't have the guys like that. It's just I've specifically created this camp for myself to get me to the UFC and get me to the orbellator level, and they've done that and more some um, to where now, like I said, our numbers have doubled. All of our guys are actively training two to three times a day. I can't ask for more than that. That's exactly what we wanted, and it wasn't even something that was a goal in mind. It was something that happened from getting after the work and – the proof is in the pudding. When you put out the product, guys want it. So, I'm excited. We've had some big things going down with the gym team-wise. My wife's had a lot of success. So everything's really on an uprise right now. And um, you know, after the the winter months roll in here soon, you know, we'll probably be sitting with a couple more titles on our wall um, to show off. And uh, you know, a whole new crop of guys that I'm really excited to advance up into the professional levels and you know like D said you know we're we're only a couple steps away from being that Midwest alpha male out here you know a lot of guys can talk and say that their camps are good but we don't train regular people like i don't have regular people going with my fighters there's a reason for that you know you can't you don't just get pad work from anybody if you're not getting pad work from a pad holder then the pad work is pointless. So fortunately, I've had a nice little teacher on my own side with my wife, and uh, she's taught me some things along the way that are panning out out to end up really well over here for us. So I'm excited about it. And how have these
0: fighters been able to find you? Has it just been pure word of mouth from other guys in the gym already? Because it seems like you're catching them at a really good time and that they're young and haven't been other places and maybe develop some habits that you you kind of don't want them for sure drift into you know
1: to be honest with you um i would say probably about three of the guys on our team were scouted and the rest were by word of mouth because we don't pump on our pages to sell memberships because we don't charge here really it's different we're a team um yes it's a business but you can't just pay me money to come in and train with us. Sorry. You can go do that at those other places. And that's just not us. So I would say word of mouth because guys come here and, like, yo, know, they're 100%. You got to be there this many times a week. You have to be in this many conditionings. Otherwise, you can't even be on their team. So I think it's just gotten around by word of mouth. And obviously, like I said, when you win fights, it's hard to not see it. So.
0: Yeah, I was going to say the results of kind of it when you have some of the fighters doing well and appearing in title matches, I'm sure that not only in this area, but
1: it seems High like level. in all
0: of Ohio, we're oh, yeah. starting to learn the Lions oh, yeah. fight team name. Yep,
1: yep, yep. You know, you know I, I think that uh, it's inevitable. You know, I mean, if you're good, you're good. If you're not, you're not. And uh, we have a bunch of solid team members that are all playing into the minds fight team from our sponsors to our management to our our coaching staff to our big player fighters to our new guys all the way down the line we have our backs covered no matter what and um it's really been well for us and i'm just blessed the team's blessed um and as a whole you know we're i'm i'm really excited about the future for this team
0: just talk a little bit about the MMA landscape right now. You're seeing some new promotions rise up, some ownership changes over the last year with the UFC. Uh, how has that affected things as far as, has it trickled down to your level at all, some of these changes?
1: Um, You know, the parts that I'm starting to see trickle down would be not necessarily trickle down, but some of these promotions that have been putting in their time for the past, you know, five to ten years are now starting to pop up because I think of the Alliance MMA Mm -hmm. company. Um, You know, they're really taking a lot of these companies and making them promotions and making them sister promotions. And them working together in that alliance... I think it's is, is going to help the sport of mixed martial arts in a, the Ohio and the Midwest region really take some steps up here just in the next year, as it already has. You know, I've watched the IT promotion go from small shows to throwing a show like they just had on Columbus with a badass light grid and badass cage, you know, really nice venue, things like that. You know, yeah... It's, it's cosmetics, but at the same time, this is where people want to fight for. When I would fight in the flats in Cleveland, I lost my biggest fight there. And it's still today one of the best moments I've ever had in that loss. Like, there was no crowd yet to date that I've been to a fight and seen or heard them go nuts like it was in that arena you know, it's, when you're in fights like that, those are memorable memorable moments in your life, and I think that when you put on shows like that, it gets fighters to fight even more, and um, give you a better product, you know, so I'm excited about where the overall sport of mixed martial arts has come, especially in the state of Ohio, Pennsylvania, and our surrounding areas, you know, it's really grown right now, and Let's face it, some of the best athletes have come from Ohio and the Pennsylvania area. You know, some of the best wrestlers in the country come from the state of Ohio. It only makes sense that damn near most of the best fighters come from the state of Ohio. we got two world champions in the <laughs> It's the hard UFC. to argue, yeah. Not to mention, Daniel Strauss from Cincinnati was just a Bellator champ twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have many more. Sean Porter... You know, these guys are champions of the highest level, you know. And, and I think that's... I'm not going to get too much into it, but I think it's underrated by the state and by the athletic scene. Like, these guys are world champions. You know, there's a lot of talk about Lebr- LeBron James, but mm-hmm. Stipe's not coming anywhere to losing that close to losing that belt. That dude's hungry, and he's only growing more. Cody... He just knocked off Dominic Cruz. I mean, that dude was untouchable. And he made him look like a bum. Yeah. These guys are coming from the state of Ohio. Like, it's finally coming to us. This is our air. And it's only can feel that much better that it's the sport of mixed martial arts that's bringing it, us champions like this. And I've
0: seen the popularity going to events sometimes. Shooter. Yeah, Exactly. Even at those NAAFS shows, mm-hmm. the first one I went to was small. To the last one I remember was was packed. Yep. And it's the thing that struck me was the crowd was very diverse. It wasn't just all men. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of old, young, a yeah. lot of young women there. It's it's just it's it's something that's
1: really for everybody. We just recently had somebody purchase the mines from us and form mm-hmm. us into a um a legit company and the Mayans from that person was able to buy our facility our new facility and it came from a source that you would have never believed in like it just wasn't there like how this guy came about and was like you know would you sell the Mayans I was like no way he was like, what if what if you would sell the mines, but you still owned everything? I was like, whoa, well, now we're talking. What are we talking about here? And he's like, man, I've been watching you for guys for a nice minute, and you guys are creating something that this town needs. So, you know, business is business, but when you're getting that respect from your hometown and the area that you're fighting out of, you're obviously doing something right, and especially when it's coming from the people that you wouldn't expect it to come from. You know, so... I'm happy I'm blessed. The team's blessed, and we're in a good spot right now. Um, so everybody needs to take a look at that and you know remember the name of the Mayans because we're going to be around for a long time, creating badass fighters and badass top-level athletes all over.
0: And just going back to Akron, another close fight for DeMonte. I've seen some of the clips before. It seems like he always enjoys, uh, you know positive support, but I think some of that, not only from the local community, it seems like his style
1: just seems to generate fans. Oh, yeah, for sure, you know. um, D is one of a kind, man. Um, He's exciting to watch, and that's what people like to see. They don't like to see guys that just want to go out and win and think they're the who's who, even though they only have five records on five fights on record. You know, like come on man, let's let's pump those brakes a little bit and and get humbled a little bit and remember where you came from. That that ain't a problem. We we go through that every day in here. D remembers that he's from Cannes and turn nothing into something, into everything is what it's looking you know, and it really bounces off of every single person in here. And the vibes that we get in the training room and the results that we get in the cage come from that. And um, I think it really does stem from the support that we have from the local, our local fans, you know, and and family members out here in Canton and So. And we've also seen you guys pretty
0: active in the community over the last year. Do you you want to talk about some of the things you've done?
1: yeah outside you know, the, yeah uh, you know we've done a, we, we try to stay active in the community and it's tough when you train the three or four times a day you know everybody's on different schedules and things like that but we've been fortunate enough to reach out to the community and they've been fortunate uh, you know good enough about getting back to us you know we did a couple um community service acts we went and um broke up some bricks for the local uh canton art, D- art district um last summer we uh Help clean up a couple parks around the area that were local parks, you know, no big deal. But, you know, it's, it's just a thing of, like, you know, if you put into the sport what you want out of it, and you put in outside, not just in the gym, and you help the people around you instead of look to the left and look away, I think as a person, you grow. And if you're an athlete, you grow even more um, because it's, it's true, you know, the things that you do when nobody's looking is really what makes you the the, the person you are in life, you know, and I haven't gone through the straightest of road in my life, so if you, if I could look back and be like, 10 years ago, would I be here? No way. I'm lucky I'm alive, you know, and fortunately, I've had... I finally got my head on straight to be able to walk the right path and because of the life that it's given me now I have to take it in full effect and take it to every single one of my teammates and be like listen I did not have this so you might not have it now but you could have it in a couple years because I didn't think I was going to have this so I just try to relay it back to real life, training to real life, training to real life. If you make training part of your real life and your everyday schedule, you're going to have success. And I haven't seen anything that tells me otherwise. So we're blessed, man, and that's that's that, that's that where it ends, we're just blessed with our community, our state, the sport of mixed martial arts, our team, our players, the players on our team, the promotions around us, everything and especially you guys you know you guys are damn near covered every single one of our our local events not to mention every time we've gone out and fought single-handedly or a group of seven guys you know you guys are right there to let the community know about what we're doing and it feels good it feels good that we can walk into the rec center at any time and be known by 10 guys over 70 women over 70 they're like yeah we follow you in the newspaper and that's have you gotten that a lot? Oh, so much. You We probably have the... That's probably our biggest fan base right there coming from you guys. So many people get a hold of us because of that. A lot of that. Like when we were talking about the word-of-mouth thing. Now, the, like, the, it's coming from actually every area. And it's really crazy. So, feels good, man. It feels good. And we've talked a lot about everyone
0: else. What's next for you? I know you've been... Uh, Working yeah, on some things
1: yourself? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I actually... Uh, I'm, I'm all better now. Um, you had the knee injury, unfortunately. Ankle. Yep, snapped my ankle in December. And... Uh, just been on a road to recovery since. Have been full training for about a month now. About 50-50 training for about two months. Um, I was fortunate enough to be there to be able to give D his uh, rounds for his, his last fight. Um, you know, which was... I'm happy for but no man we're back to training I'm thinking about actually doing a grappling tournament um, on the 21st not for sure yet but um, otherwise it's looking about September first or second week of September hopefully out there in Indiana uh, for the HFC would be nice but um, I'm ready to get back in there I gave myself two more years and uh, my coach gave me three fights he was like listen dude if we don't get this together by three fights dude I'm not doing something right he was like, you give me three fights, I'll put you in the UFC or go tour. So I was like, listen, I was giving myself two years. So I'm good with three fights. That ain't that. will be there by next summer. So I'm ready. I'm hungry. I have a team behind me that I haven't had before like this. And um, like I said, all is all in a hole. I'm just blessed and, and I'm happy with the way things are going now. So you guys are definitely going to see me pretty soon here.
0: How frustrating was it? I know you've always been... One fight to the next, one camp to the next. How frustrating was it to be pretty much forced to slow down for a minute? It's been humbling.
1: Um, it's been tough. Long nights. Lots of lost sleep. I'm fortunate enough to have my wife in my corner. Otherwise, it would probably wouldn't never happen. Um, so what yeah, was so I'm,
0: heartbreaking
1: was you were dominating that oh. fight up until... Yeah. That happened. Yeah, you know that's the biggest heartbreak of it all. Like, dropped him in the first what ten seconds, just right on the chin. Yep, it was over with. Like he would have, we would have, we would have got out of that little scramble, and then it was going to be a matter of fifteen seconds more when he went into break. That's it. So it's frustrating, but you know everything in life happens for a reason, and uh, maybe I need a little bit of time to step things back and see what I have in front of me, and um, you know just get it better. I still got time. I feel like I'm in the best shape of my life. Like haven't even hit the best years of my life yet. Um, so I'm, I'm ready, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get back to work and it's been humbling, but it's, it's done. I'm ready to get back to work. So I'll see everybody soon.
0: All right, this has been a Kent Repository special report with Antonio Castillo, Jr., the head of the Mayans fight team. And thank you for listening.